episode 208 above ground podcast arms wide open disclaimer the host of this podcast timothy patrick and will foley are by no means medical professionals however having lived experience with mental illness themselves they have gained useful perspectives on common mental health issues that some of us struggle to overcome on a daily basis by sharing their stories they hope to create connection by creating connection they hope to help you find your purpose and through purpose we can all begin to build the foundation for positive mental health. This is Above Ground Podcast. Coming at you live with real conversations about mental health from the peer perspective, it's time for Above Ground Podcast. Now your hosts, TPP and Will Foley. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Above Ground Podcast. Above Ground Podcast, because you can't serve, serve below. Below, you know, I gotta. I, we gotta but, right away. Okay, just for a second, I I actually just went through our email recently, and somebody sent us an email. I don't know who it was. It was a, a name I could not pronounce, and the only headline was, "What does serve below mean?" What does you can't serve below mean? And then the email body was some just random stuff put together. So clearly someone may be having a difficult time, but there was nothing okay. in it that was so what that does, was major. But so what does what does that mean, Will? What does can't serve below mean? It means that from my standpoint and viewpoint when I came up with that, it was about being dead from suicide. Honestly, that's really where it is. Yeah, no, that's because what I it was. because here's the thing: if you don't wake up tomorrow, you can't serve yourself, nor can you serve anything else. You can serve as a guidepost, but that's not necessarily the best way to serve. No, I think we by just by waking up, we and and you know staying above, we all have a purpose. That's right, and staying mm-hmm. above is the purpose. It's to stay so above. You and to, like you said, you can't serve below the ground. You can't, you know, what I mean, you can't do what you're meant to do, or Nope. And you can't find what you're meant to do. Because I know that there's times where you're lost in yourself and you can't find a way out. However, all the answers are there. They're just a little bit hard to find. And you got to get, you got to just dig around some of the mess in the closet, man. And 352 pickup. There you go. It's a puzzle that somebody just fucking <laughs> threw on the ground. Yep. Just start putting pieces together. If they don't fit, take them apart, put them into something else, try them. Speaking of puzzles being thrown on the ground, have you ever had your heart thrown on the ground? Dude, I've had my heart thrown on the ground more than I can, more than I can painfully, painfully, (laughs) painfully thrown on the ground several times. Um, I think we all deal with that. I'm sure. As men, I think it's a little different because men don't necessarily openly talk about the damage, the the hurt, the pain, or even like maybe even think about any of that stuff. So this week we have a good friend in the studio again. As a crutch for our pain. Don't call me your crush. I deserve a better title than that. I mean, why am I here? Only to provide <laughs> aid and support to you feeble men? Okay, he's in, why am I he's here? He's the ex voice. He's the ex voice. <laughs> I've been demoted. Well, not uh, really, not really demoted. No, I think I had my time in the sunshine and now I must go out to pasture. But 
the reason I'm here to, today is to be a part of this conversation, to include more men in this conversation, to yes. have my, vo my voice be heard publicly, and to expose that part of myself I feel needs to be exposed in order to make others comfortable to do the same th themselves. Correct. All That's right. right. That's Let's hit that nail do. in the head. All right. You Let's build it, some houses. Let's build some houses. Tim, that would be cool. I'd love to build some Tim houses. Tim and Will, it's so good to see you guys again and be here with you. Jordan, it's good Thank to you, see sir. you, man. Thank you for having me. Here. And it's good to be seen, right? Absolutely. That means we're staying above. Stay above. Stay above ground. Live another day. That's right. Exactly. Relationships are difficult, aren't they? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> well, you know what? Well, that's a good place to start. Relationships are difficult in a normal circumstance. In a healthy, but what happens yeah. when you throw on... Bad attachment styles. Mental illness. Mental illness. Drug addiction. Drug addiction. Trauma. Any of it. Drama. Right, trauma. Yeah. All of it. All yeah. of what happens when you do all of this? And where does that go? And and how does that set the stage? I can tell you this. I had no idea how bad my attachments have been until recently. And that's because I have been forced to look at every attachment in my entire life as I... Um, as I have undressed. Yeah, I've undressed. I've, uh, as I've separated myself from, uh, yeah. So, needless to say, need, no, needless to say, I have become separated recently in the, in the last few months. And, uh, not in the last few months. This has been going on for quite a while. But, uh, I've been living on my own now and trying to get used to different things and, I have had recently had some aha moments just dealing with attachment styles because I've been doing a lot of work trying to figure out where I've been wrong and I've allowed cycles to carry on and I've chosen to end cycles also and and those things hurt and they're painful and they're ugly to look at they're they're bad, but I didn't realize how bad my attachment to my mother would affect every other relationship I've had. And it doesn't matter if it's male or female. It's a relationship thing. And I didn't realize that my attachment style was, was, um, was so bad. Okay, well, let me ask you a question about that. Would you have realized that about yourself if you hadn't gone through this most recent separation of yours um i've always known that i've had a very weird relationship with everyone around me what do you mean weird like define that because weird according to who yourself or others weird because weird, it never feels right weird because of how relationships make me feel and it doesn't matter if it's a parental relationship or a personal relationship mm. Doesn't matter, because they because those styles are all the same. They they just they just kind of, I think that they have different tentacles reaching out to different people. I was just talking to somebody mm. about um, about sort of that that what you just said, and I think everything is when you kind of strip it down is is interpersonal relationship. Everything is interpersonal, mm -hmm. like you know what I mean. Whether it's on a romantic side. Whether it's your boss at work, whether it's your peers, friends, family, you have to, you know what I mean? You're, you're, you're interacting with people. So there's so many variables. 
oh, when it comes to this lots stuff. of variables and you're forced to kind of cooperate with individuals who aren't able to cooperate with you as a person or who you are aren't able to anticipate your needs in a situation and don't always have your best interest in mind that, yeah yeah that's that's the most difficult part that i found about in sustaining these uh difficult relationships is like you're not always going to get back what you're putting in and also what you crave or desire from that relationship isn't always what what you get as an outcome so you got to set up your expectations going into it or at least you should think about that first or just leave almost maybe leave some expectations behind and just be open and create that kind of what you said like maybe instead of like an expectation create like these are my values going into this ah but see that's the difficult part is many people don't know what their values are sure so they go into it uh, with their eyes closed and their arms wide open and and just getting whatever they they may receive from it all right so four attachment styles Four attachment yeah. styles. Secure. Avoidant. Anxious, preoccupied. Anxious. Avoidant, dismissive. Disorganized. Disorganized. Fearful, avoidant, and secure. <laughs> and it's funny, I don't know if you can look it up, but I know, I, I have, I've, I've listened to a book on attachment, and um, it was like, the people that have a secure attachment style, it's seriously like one in 200. Yeah, I'm sure it is. It's, it's not. I'm sure it is because because how can you have a secure attachment when I, I'm actually listening to um, a great course about human behavior right now. And they're just talking about how monkeys like attach to their parents and how they become part of the group. And, mm. and it's just like it's bizarre just how our it's weird how. Maybe it's not weird. Maybe we just feel weird because we think that everybody else is so normal. Mm. I got because I, I gotta I gotta use this for a minute just because like this is crazy because we I was just talking to someone about this. We were just having a discussion, um, and they had given me tips from their therapist. So this, you know, I'm sure no one will hear it, but anyways, if he does, I'll give him credit, Doctor Todd. Um, but these are questions to ask, and it's a direct order. And from what I understand, these are questions that you first ask yourself, and then after you answer them, then you ask it, not really like you ask it yourself, but for the other person. So the first question is, is it safe? Is it healthy? The second is, is it respectful? And the third, is it sustainable? You know, so you ask yourself those questions, and then you kind of say, is it, is it, am I being safe and respectful to Will? Am I, <clears throat> am I being, uh, you know, is, is this relationship that we have for the podcast sustainable? That kind of thing. Hmm. So I, I felt that it was like, it just hit me, and I was like, these are questions that you can ask yourself, and you can find your your values through this, even, I think. I mean, you should know some of them, but you can still find some through that, mm. and you can also develop boundaries through that. Like, if you know what you want, and if you can identify what is safe and healthy for you, you can say, you know, over here, this is safe and healthy for me. Over here, this is not. So this is what I'm willing to work with this is what i'm not willing to work with 
So all of, all of what you're putting out here to me sounds like a better way that a broken person would reorganize themselves and go forward into their next relationship, a better relationship based on what they've learned from being broken in the past. Because no one going to a relationship for their first time around would ever know any of these things. They wouldn't have to know. And you right. know what? And I don't think. But I'm going to say most people aren't going to know them after three relationships. Good point. Because most people, like, and we know this, most people aren't asking those questions. No, no, and, no, and but so, I'm saying like I didn't like, and I didn't know. But you. they're great questions. That's though. what I mean. And I don't think yeah. it's. I don't. I'm again. I don't know specifically if if they're intended specifically for relationships. But you know, it's like kind of like an overall maybe problem solving. Which yeah, it sounds like an idea. It sounds like. It sounds like is this that, right? A concept yep. like is this safe? Okay, am I am I safe or am you can't, I? You can't have anything sustainable without meeting the the first two. I think you know, and you I, can't. I agree. And you can't have anything that is considered respectful to yourself if it's not safe or healthy for you, right? You know, it's like it's just eye opening questions. Yeah, I me. guess if it feels, if, I mean, <laughs> yeah. if it feels disrespectful, then it's not healthy. Right. That's so, what I'm trying to and, say. And that's, and obviously. And you know what, man? I, I think in every relationship, especially depending on how long you're in a relationship with somebody, you run through all of those things, I think, between sure. both parties. And let's because, think of, I would like to take it back because what Jordan said earlier about, like, when you're dealing with people that are... You know, maybe they're not looking out for your best needs mm. or they're um, they're doing things for something in return. You know, it's so I guess what I'm saying is look back at your your primary caretaker, your caregiver. That's you know? where it all comes from. Right. It's, so it's, it's what Will said. His, his problem with relationships now it's all started with his relationship sure. with his mom. Right. And it's but it's 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 all it's everyone. And it's all my relationships and I've, and I've really been going through from fr like starting with my friends because there were things that I did as a kid out of defense mechanism, out of fear, out of everything that wasn't beneficial, that would have been better just for me to ignore yeah. as, as a kid, Absolutely. but I didn't, but I didn't know any better think, to ignore it because do you be think just you because ignore, do you think. By ignoring it, are you ignoring it because of the fear? Is that no, no? I, 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 so, uh, so I'll tell you the story. So, I had this, I, when I, we were, dude, when we were kids, used to put fucking demos on four tracks, yeah. used to record, record on a cassette. Yeah. Back in the day, you could only play one side of the cassette because the music would play backwards on the other no. side. Mm. So, when I was 13, I got to record a demo in my basement, and my drummer at the time was having a hard time making making the drum pattern, so I wound up using a drum machine, and the guy recorded it for me, and the guy asked me to bring it by the store. He worked at the corner store down by my house. Awesome guy, always treated me great, and um, he wanted me to bring the demo by so somebody could hear it. And I was like, okay, and I was getting ready to go, and my dad says to me, he's like, well, you shouldn't do that. He's like, that guy wants to take your music. That guy wants to, like, you don't want to play that for him. You And so I didn't go. That shut off that relationship for six months because I couldn't go to that store anymore. That was an important part of my going right. around. Which is fear. Which was fear. And then I felt bad because I screwed over my friend by not showing up. Did your friend care about the the, the, the drummer care about the drum machine? The thing, drummer or? didn't he didn't care as much about that. Okay. As as 
as the fact that I just didn't come to the store. Sure. Okay. And and trust me, for and I I stayed away from the store for about three months, and then I finally said I got to go and apologize because I like want to hang out. Like I can't. Like I don't want to. I want to be part of the group. Yeah. Like that's and that's the thing. Like that's the part of this. That's kind of cool though that you caught on that. I think that's pretty quick actually. Well, I like, went. And, I apologized. I told him exactly why I had done it, and and it was and he's like, look, he's like. He's like, you can come hang out at the store. He's like, I don't know how good of friends we'll be after this. But we became really better friends, actually, after that. But it, it was just one of those things that, like, but I, I've been going back and forth to all of this. Because that's the thing, man. In 51 years, I've I've actually had a few lives at this point. And so by going back to these things, back and forth, are you finding a common denominator? Yeah. Yeah, I find that a lot of my... A lot of my inability to trust people has been because I feel like I'm always going to be left. Regardless of whether I see proof of that or not, I, I think I'm going to be left. Sure. I've always felt that way. And it's happened. It's happened more times than not. I'm sorry. What do you mean by left? Abandoned. Left I have abandonment syndrome. Forgot like I have an abandonment issues. issues. They, they fall under like one of the the, the categories. Yeah, the I have styles. I have abandonment issues that I've worked on. I don't have like I'm not. I don't feel abandoned oh, I do, now. I at do all. as well too. It just means that you, you you never really. And I'm not talking to you specifically. It's just you never really had a a, a, a secure concrete. Um, example of someone that's like going to support you and stick by you. It's, it was never there. It was always like there was always conditional. Yes, mm, and conditional that's love. that's yeah. and when I say transactional, that's the way it always feels to me. It always feels transactional. Relationships feel transactional. I've said that to my therapist. I've said that over and over well, again. Well, let's go down this road. They they feel transactional. They often feel trans. Not well, everything in relationships but, feels transactional, but a lot of things do. But are they transactional? I think sometimes they can be, right? Yeah, I mean, I if think you're what in a you're relationship, is like is sometimes it's it's our own perceptions, yeah, our the, own perceptions that, yeah, which which again, past relationships are going going to bring that in there, yes. and that's what I was going to ask you is like you have these past relationships of that are I'm going to use the word tainting, okay, just because I can, um, that are tainting these. Um, they're they're forming these black clouds, and they're going over their cat. Those black clouds are carrying with you, and they're they're starting to form over your current relationships in the present. Okay, I, I see what you're saying. So you bring a piece of the past with you. Oh, yes. yeah. absolutely, you do. Okay, so you what do. I, so what I'm saying is right. how how do we become mindful and acknowledge it and accept it and then work through it? Like, is that something we just like trial and error? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's trial and error. It's yeah. it's just, just discovering what works for you and being honest with yourself in the attempt to discover why or why not this works for you. It's so, like, but you can bring the past so with you. So you figure out what worked for you. I think for too. you as an individual, but also for the people that you choose to form relationships with. If you're in a relationship with someone, that you're using your past examples of what a relationship is with them, and it doesn't serve this current relationship, then you're using an outdated model. Time to upgrade the software. Nice. That's good. Nice. That is good. So it's, it's, I, um, okay, you're discussing your mother. We know a bit about your mother. My mother, passive aggressive, right? And she wanted to be my friend, which is the worst kind of mother because she'll let you get away with anything just as long your as you're nice was to young, her. She was young, though, too, right? She was, she was young, yeah. And, uh, 
My mom did that too. Didn't you know, so, so, yeah. So mom wanted to be cool. So what did mom do? She uh, never seriously disciplined me, and I could do whatever I wanted, which means I never really took her seriously. Which is a bad relationship to have with someone who has authority over you, so to speak. Well, she never set boundaries. boundaries. There was no boundaries. There's no boundaries, yeah. and that and that's a big part of. And a grant, a granted, obviously your mom being young, mm-hmm. I don't know what else she was up against. So oh, so much. It's a uh, long story short. My, my, my I had a perfect, ideal, um, life until I was five, and then my parents got divorced. After that, it was less than ideal. My mother. I believe suffered the most in the separation because she seeked love in sought sought love in a multitude of places where love wasn't part of the relationship. It was desire, transactional, transactional, <laughs> <laughs> but, but transactional to fill a need okay. that she had uh-huh. that unfortunately mm-hmm. caused her to not be able to be present for you. Absolutely. So in, in me, as a young person observing this uh, as her son, I lost respect for my mother, although I didn't know it at the time. And that may or may not have formed my conclusion or overall conclusion about women leading up to some of my first relationships as a young man. That Not, not that women are not to be respected, but I can pretty much do whatever I want and get away with it. And because I wasn't as observant of others' boundaries as other people's boundaries as I wanted them to be of mine, it was a bad transaction. It's a bad transactional relationship. You know, I was taking more than I was giving. That's a big mistake, you know, because um, as as a power-hungry, entitled youth, I sought to seek out more than I had earned. And I think that's what they call in, Well, it's entitlement. Entitlement. We, but we but we all suffer from that. Oh, sure. I, sure. I, I was too. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I think it's kind of, you know, it's in the soup, right? It is it's in the soup. Because I, yeah. I think any of us have, especially in this country. So cool. It's part of the soup. So we all go through it. We have to chew that, that bite of the soup and learn from it. And then we do better in the future. And that's like, that's a process we all go through. And I find myself somewhere in that process as we speak, you know, and it's, it's interesting to, to reach a stage in your life where you're forced to analyze yourself and and decide whether or not this serves you going forward because you know what's next. Okay. What's next? Well, I'm not 19 anymore. I'm 37 going on whatever comes next. So I have to anticipate the way life may look going down the road and understand that my previous ways may not serve me. Obviously, I want to be a better person. Obviously, I want to be a better husband. Obviously, I want to be a better friend, son, everything. You sure. Know. I think I think by doing that, I think those are like, uh, I don't know the word I want to use, but they just happen naturally, like spread out to be a better son. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, As yeah. you getting like... I think it was um, Ram Das that said, it, like, the only thing, I, I can't do anything for you, but work on myself. Mm. You know, and I think that yeah. kind of goes with that. And I agree. Well, I think, that's, and and you're right. And I and I didn't want to cut no, you off, but I kind of wanted to piggyback on what you shared, because that is true. Like, it's, yeah, it's I believe you, it. and, but what happens, I think, and, and this is a fact, for me anyway, I, like, having a hard enough time trying to, stay above ground during a good portion of my last 
20 years because, I mean, it's been 20 years. Like, it's been 20 years this year, 10 years this year since then. Wow. So in that last 10 years, a lot of things have changed, and I have changed a lot. But but there's things that that I've that I've dragged through that I just that I I failed to see and no, I, I, I but I also that you failed to see it just, you, they were blind spots dude they're I know, beyond you know blind what? spots I get it but hey look at we all we I know I'm just trying to say like when you're when you say that, you, your brain picks up on it. You're just kind of like contributing. Like when you failed to see, it's like you do it, deserve you do deserve some credit here. I yeah. mean, it wasn't like you were blind. No, entirely. I, I, no, and I'm not saying that. But it's the thing is, is that obviously relationships are hard. As we started this whole thing with, it is. Yeah. But yeah. it's it's hard to just be yourself alone. Let alone having to be yourself. With another person. Right. And it's something you just said was, you know, <laughs> I know for like, there's probably a lot of people that shouldn't be in relationships or shouldn't be trying to be in relationships, you know, and I've, you know, I can say that because I'm probably one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've looked for relationships and, and I probably shouldn't have because, um, you know, kind of like what Jordan said just a little while ago, it's like you, you come to that point where you look at yourself and you have to, you know, but I, for, for me, what I noticed is I do that and then I'm like, okay, but as I'm doing that, I'm like noticing other loads of shit that has been dumped. And I'm like, and I just get overwhelmed. Like I, it's like you uncover something and something else comes up. You dig something up and you find other shit. And I'm, and I'm like trying to juggle and I'm like, I got this, I got my attachment styles. I've got, you know, my inner child, I've got my abandonment issues and my attachment style issues. And it's just like, do I have any right to be in a relationship? Yeah. You know why? Because you just mentioned all those things. And if you're actually working on all those things and aware of those things and aware of all those things, being aware of those things is one thing. Okay. You can be aware because of being aware is just like wishing on something. You can wish on anything, but unless you do any work, the wish is going to happen. Right. But and all those things affect the other. So of course, when you think about your attachment style, you're thinking about this, you're thinking yeah. about that. It's all it's because they all they everything is related. No, and they, everything they is are. together. So of course you are. And and granted, maybe I, I I'll say this. Half the people probably walking around right now probably shouldn't be in the relationships they're in either. Because you look at people, people sure as hell aren't don't look happy half the time when you see them. It's hard to say, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, sometimes I think even the older generations, um, you know, if, if you got into a relationship and you, you got married, it's like, I don't know, there, I, I, I'll say it, there's something kind of, um, I don't know, like, there's something to say about being married. It's, it, you know, it, it's not something to take lightly. It's, it's not something to just kind of walk away from. So, you know, when you, when you're in when you're in a relationship and maybe it's not working or or you feel lack in some areas or more than one areas, it's hard to deal with all these things we're talking about, to deal with that lack, and then to deal with, hey, you know what, like this is pressure because we should try and work on this. You know, I want to work on this because, you know, we have something here. So it's it's hard to kind of let go of all that stuff and just go, well, and but... At the same time, you have to ask yourself the, you know, am I being respectful to myself? Is this safe and healthy for myself? 
I, I think that comes first Tim, for me. Let me ask you, what do you want in a relationship? And why is it so hard to find? Oh, time's up, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Bullshit! Answer. <laughs> answer the damn question. Bullshit, answer the question. Make it simple on yourself. Yeah. What yeah. do you want Make in a relationship? What do I want in and a relationship? And why is it so hard to find? Oh, fuck you. No, fuck you. Answer <laughs> no. the question. Yeah, come I on, man. What, you do this all the time with um, me. <laughs> you do. You've done this. All right, all right, all right. Um, I, I want, you know, I... Th- I, I would like to have somebody that um, wants to work on themselves, you know, is in that kind of um, journey, you know what I mean, to, to better themselves, to do better, learn better. Well, pause there. Do you want them to bring that to, to the relationship or do you want to introduce that to them through the relationship? Um, I'd probably prefer the first, like bring it. They but bring it with as them. As long as they're open to it. Otherwise, you know, as okay. long as they're open to it. But I, I would like to have... You know, I have some skills, but I certainly couldn't carry a relationship. Well, that's a good thing you wouldn't have to if you found the right person. Right, but that yeah. r- there's that that right person. You know what I mean? So you have to be. I, I need I need funny. I need laughter. I need respect. I need a willingness to mm-hmm. work on things and to be open, mm-hmm. um, open, honest, truthful communication. Um, I'm not the best at conflict resolution um so you know somebody with that kind of would be good somebody that's under did i say understanding i think understanding and patience because i have my own um hurdles that i bring to the table and i know that i have them um i know that um i'm a bit closed off um we'll talk about that fear the attachment styles the i have i have severe like abandonment issues so what i've done in the past is kind of i guess you could classify under self sabotage self sabotage mm. and i just this is something that i like literally discovered within like 24 hours so it's just weird we're having this conversation um i try to control not only control the situation but I try to control, like, the other's reaction. So it's a fear-based response. Could you elaborate reaction. on that a bit? Like, kind of... Well, um, I guess if I, if I want this conversation to go a different way, say, so I'll try to work on, like, pleasing Will and, like, dir- you know, directing him to go this way. So we, you know what I mean? Instead of just... Maybe maybe saying what's on my mind in in a in a respectful way for both of us, you know, kind of face facing my emotions and what I'm feeling and and just saying it instead of the fear. So the fear basically stands in my way and I have to go around it. And the funny thing is, is what I'm fearful of is usually what ends up happening anyways because I don't confront anything and I just go around it. You're taking the long way. Yeah, but the long way happens and, uh, you know, you stumble and stumble and stumble and then you're like, wait a minute, this is the thing that I feared that's going to happen, but now it's happening. You just created your own suffering too. Yeah. So it's like a bit of social engineering. And the circle continues. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And the cycle continues. And and that's the thing too. Like, it's so hard because we obviously get into relationships for many different reasons Mm -hmm. but at the at the heart of it a lot of us get into relationships to fill holes and to fill gaps and to fill lacks and to fill 
this void that we have. And that's and the <laughs> mm. thing is, is that no, when I discovered right. when I realized that I will never fill this hole, I can only I can only placate around the area. The hole will never ever fill up. It actually allowed me to let go a little bit. Because I can't, because no relationship no, with anyone except for myself, except for myself, is going to allow that hole to stay closed where it doesn't open again. Because the hole right now is closed. It's 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 a big area, but there's no it's not a hole. Like I'm not seeping and, into it. And it's mm. kind of uh unfair and maybe I'll even say disrespectful to like expect someone else to fill that hole for you. Like put that yeah, weight oh, on them. Uh, well, like you absolutely. have to absolutely you know? but I but again I never did that intentionally. No, sure. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Let me say that. Like, a lot of these but, things are, you know, and again, I'm finding this stuff out now because I'm trying to be more mindful and I'm really, like, meditating on it and, 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 and connecting the dots as we talk about, you know? So well, it's you like gotta you make the constellations. The and you go back and you're like, what is coming up? Why? What is this? You know? And, and it's like... Connect the stars and they'll guide your way, man. Let me ask you guys this. So you ever think that you're ready for a relationship and then you get in and then like some stuff pops up and you're just like, whoa, maybe I'm not ready for a relationship. Yes. You get scared of things. Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. The, you're, you're bound to find some monsters under that bed. Oh. So yeah. is, it, is, yeah. it, is it things that I guess, um, is it real monsters or is it? Well, yeah. I mean, it depends on what you're looking for in the relationship. If you're looking for purity sanity um a person who can anticipate all of your unspoken emotional needs then you're going to find all of those monsters because you just set yourself up for an unrealistic outcome okay but like flip it around like will has talked before about the fear of actually like going through and having things work out yeah, because there's that fear too. Right, because so, you can have that fear on on the other end of it. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying too. Like them, like so. I'm mm -hmm. just saying, is it is it is it like, is it the person who's having these fears? Is it are they, is that more of like that self sabotage or? I so unfortunately for me, I'm not unfortunately for me. I mean, that's great that I can remember shit, but <laughs> I haven't forgotten a fucking thing most of the time. Like there's certain things that I may not remember. I can go back to my relationship, and I know in the beginning, I made the intent that my my ex-wife now is a very good person. She's an amazing person, and I knew she was an amazing person then, mm -hmm. but there were some red flags, but I equated those red flags to her being nine years younger than me and not having, any ex not having the experience that I have, and in a lot of ways... By by making those decisions, that that was a good thing. Mm -hmm. But then eventually you find out that that may not have been the best way, or may not have been the may and, not have been the good thing. But of course, hindsight too. is twenty twenty, and, and we, we change. change. We, we change. change. We everybody and, changes. So I think, and I can't expect anyone, okay, anyone, to go through living day after day wondering if your husband is going to stay alive. Okay, I, right. I can't, I, I can't, like, I, I can't fault anybody for that. No, yeah, for sure. But I can tell you this, I ain't fucking going anywhere. That's, <laughs> that is for sure. Like, I am not going anywhere. That is not on my radar. 
whatsoever, man. I am here to fulfill my purpose, which is to spread hope to every person that I can spread to. I think, you know, some of the, just by talk, talking about this right now, it, I feel like checking in with yourself and, but also checking in with the relationship. Like some people have been married. How long have you been married, Jordan, if you don't? I've uh, been married. Mind me asking. I don't want to put you on the spot now. We, she's going to be mad because you no, don't know. No, we, we uh, were coming up on our 11th oh, wedding really? anniversary. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. 11 years. I didn't realize it was that long. Good We've for you. Been together forever. Yeah. All right. So 11 years. Some people are just like 11 years. Like we, we're, we're good and we're kind of sailing. Like, but I think that, you know, maybe everybody should, that's in a relationship, check in with, with the relationship. You know, not only check in with yourself, but reevaluate and go, hey, like, um, do we still have these goals? Do we still have the same values? Yeah. And, so- and work on that together and find out like, hey, you know, um, I've, I've been working a lot lately and I'm sorry if, if you know, do you still feel cared for? Do you yeah. still feel needed? Do I, am I, you know, yeah. and just check in. It doesn't have to be an argument. And, and it's not about, I think it's, it's the opposite. It's not about like trying to create something that's not there. It's just making sure and checking in. Oh yeah. I can't tell you how many times in recent memory, my wife and I have had those check-ins where we've started the conversation after lunch and then the sun's going down and we have to turn the lamp on in the living room because we're still talking. <laughs> That's you, good. You know how great that is? That, that is good, man. You we're, guys are We're lucky. not going to finish this conversation until we both get a meaningful conclusion because we can go down every avenue in this conversation, but let's define what we want first before we just go into this exploration of emotion. Like, where do we want to end up here? Okay. Define your outcome. Let's now let's work towards that. And that's what we do. We do these check-ins and they're mostly unprovoked. It's like they just happen when they're supposed to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like sit down. We need to have a check-in. It's no no, like authority or or like um, forcefulness involved in this. It's um, at this point having, you know, let's not minimize this. The, 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 um, pandemic was really difficult in most people's relationships. So we had a really difficult time. Going through this <laughs> pandemic, not because of the disease, but because of the emotional attributes that it, you know, came from the society kind of being disrupted. So it forced us to really take good, hard looks at ourselves and then understand that, yes, people do change in a relationship. And the, the woman that I married doesn't exist anymore. And in fact, I'm married to an entirely different woman. And that requires me to update my software and continue learning this person. And okay. I'll also update myself. Sure. Yeah. So that's where we're at. So yeah. Now. So I mean, it kind of makes sense to check in too, right? To because of that. You have to do the check alone. But yeah. I think yeah. Yeah. And just you know, I don't have the answers, but maybe that's a, a excellent way to start and and be proactive in, in the situation. It requires two people, and you you can't just approach this from a one sided playing field. You need both people to to be involved in this. And uh, that's where you start. You start with both people agreeing to work towards right. These a willingness. That's yeah. what I was yeah. saying. Is a willingness and understanding. And then know? what? And then what happens if you come to the fact that you're on separate pages? See that right there. Let me. I'm sorry, but let me just stop because that's what I guess a better example of earlier talking about the fear. Mm. That would be right there. Like in my head, I'd be thinking that, and then I go, "Well, I'm not going to ask this question because." I'm fearful of what Jordan's going to say. Mm, fear is fear is very real, isn't it? 
But beyond the fear, what if you do ask the question and you find out you're on separate pages? Then what? Did you expect to be on the same page this entire time? It's okay to be on se- like maybe separate pages, but it's lo- here's the thing. Like it's it there's where that willingness comes in. Like um we know a, a couple that have been married for a long time and even if you look at them they're pretty opposite. Yep. You know, you know, the one likes to go to the gym and listen to you know, plays in a band, you know, listens to music, does that kind of thing. Like, that's a big part of him. And the other one is like a, you know, more wholesome, more, uh, you know, homemaker, you know, more old-fashioned in that sense, you know? So you would, Yeah, tradi- I, traditional, I guess, in a way. Traditional way, I guess. That's a fair, fair word. And I think it's the best, the easiest way to yeah, describe it. Yeah, thank you. So, the be- so, you know, I guess what I'm saying is it's not always like, are we on the same page? It's... It's, hey, I might not be on the same page, but are you okay with that? You know what I mean? Like, you like to stay up and go out late. That's fine. I don't like it, but if we can work it out and we can communicate, like, Will's, Will's like, I'm going to go out tonight and, I'm, and, 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 you know, might be late and I don't know what's going on. You know, as long as I'm, like, okay with it. All right. So let me say this. If there's any people listening out there who are new to a relationship and it's starting to get serious and you really like one another, anticipate that you're going to go through stages of your, of your relationship. The first stage is the uh, honeymoon period. Yeah, the honeymoon you're period. Gonna be, you're going to be obsessed with one another. And, and if the relationship's good, then you're going to be really obsessed with one another. And then time goes on. Years pass by. That's okay? the oxytocin. Then you grow apart, but and you get and you get what our famous word is. What's you that? get to do the dailies. The dailies. It's the dailies that destroy everything because if you're not, that's the I don't thing. Know if they destroy, you can have, but I if you can destroy have, you can have fun all the time on your they vacations. Can destroy everything. But what happens yeah. if your dailies just fucking destroy? They it? can either destroy it or they can make it stronger. Yeah, I think there's a purpose to those dailies. I think there's a safety from knowing that your companion is there. Every day, you're gonna wake up every day, and there's a companion. <laughs> Will and I are like, wait, you're you're not tripping wait, over you yourself. Think that? <laughs> you, you, wait, you actually think that? There's no companion. There's yeah, no companion. Well, you know, it's I my think shadow. Part of part of like having abandonment issues is is that constant worry that they're not going to be there. Okay, we'll address that worry. That's part of the relationship. Yeah, but what happens not, when they're really not? It's well, it's That's not the even reality. that though. It's sometimes it's sometimes it's it's a they're not gonna they're, they're you've addressed it mm-hmm. and you still there's that like you said in the very beginning of this conversation, like you know being brought up maybe maybe your your parents were like you know put bad things in your head and, and gave you bad examples and then you adapted those. You know what I mean? Mm. And you carry those. Some of them are embedded. And I'm not saying you can't work on them, but it's not that easy where you can just go, oh, okay, you know, you're, you're good. Like, I trust that you're going to be here tomorrow. No, I, I get it. I yeah, get you it. can't you know turn I mean? that off. No, I get it. it. It's a part of you as much as the color of your eyes or your Unfortunately, height. Unfortunately, I think you're right. you are. So, that, again, that's kind of, for me, like, you'd have to have that understanding and willingness to, you know, like, so, you know, relationship again. A healthy relationship takes work. You it, know, it breaks my heart, but maybe there is a time and a place for a separation to go your separate ways, and maybe it is beneficial in, in the long run. I like to think I'm over romantic. I really am, and I like to, I like to think that relationships do change. But just because they're different doesn't mean that they're any 
less valuable than they were when you started the relationship. Yeah, well said. And they could be even more. You know, if you have, like, more. you guys check in with, you know, yeah. in your relationship. I think with life, with, with our mental health challenges, we, you know, gain resilience every time we, you know. That's it kind That's of it. conquer something or go make it through something through. then we're like hey you know what like maybe it still have fear and i still am uncomfortable and i still have anxiety but i last time this happened i i made it through like here i am a year later so just knowing that you will be okay yeah is a big big step yeah so just having that is i can sit here and i'm staring you right in the eye right now I'm okay. I think so. From where I'm sitting, you are. Nice. You know how life has felt recently? Let's pivot for a bit. Life has felt recently like I'm standing in the back of a very big crowd. I'm on a concert, and I'm looking at the stage, and the stage is a quarter mile away. And I want to get to the stage, but the crowd's so thick. The people are so numerous, I can't see a path forward. I don't know where to go. I feel that resistance in life recently. I feel like I'm directionless without a path to where I'm being compelled to move towards. And that's how relationships are sometimes. You don't see a way out. So you leave the concert? No. Stand in the back, watch for a bit. You'll find your time and you'll move forward when it's right. That's good. Wow. That was Yeah, because usually good. resistance will be, you know, the thing that kind of um, makes people turn around and you know or whatever yes. you get that resistance yes. and, you know it, it, that resistance can create a lot of other problem <clears throat> problems can bring them out of you resistance works both ways though too resistance yeah. can force you to leave a relationship yeah but it can force you to stay in a relationship too yeah that may not be yeah. beneficial because sometimes so. i've found yeah. that once i feel that resistance i feel like i can't see it mm. but right right there now something's going to happen. Like, I'm going to break through another. You know what I mean? That resistance is like, hey, you're you're so close. You're like a footstep away. Yeah. This is almost like a test. It's usually the case, you know? And sometimes when you break through that resistance, you find more resistance. And sure. then more resistance. That's that's the that's the whole idea. Yeah. You're always going to find resistance. Yeah. yeah. You're never going to get away from resistance. As long as you resistance. keep going. Are you in love with the resistance? I mean, I don't know <laughs> if you have to love the resistance as much as you just have to accept the resistance. <laughs> yeah, you have to accept the resistance because without resistance... There's no growth. There's no growth. Right. And what are we working towards here? What is this podcast about anyways? <laughs> <laughs> Relationships. I mean, Relationships. it's about hope. It's a fight. That's right. Everything's a fight. You just fart? I did just fart. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> thanks for pointing it out. I did. Yeah, thanks for well, pointing that out, Jordan. <laughs> you did. <laughs> Yeah, with, um, that was good. I think um, we covered some stuff on a whim that we may not have covered before if we didn't just jump in and, and talk about. That's what we do here. We just jump in, man. Yeah, That's with it. arms wide open. Arms wide open. So some, sometimes you <laughs> and, gotta... a, and a really cool hat. It wasn't cheap. Sometimes you got to dive into that dirty water. Dirty water. Dirty water running deep. You do have to jump in, you know, even even though you can't see the bottom sometimes. Yeah. Because sometimes what the best thing to do also is once you jump in and to let it settle, mm. then you can see. That's it. You're closer to it. I think it's called faith. It is. Letting go. Yeah. 
Surrender. 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 Oof. My, um, Will's like, surrender, that's a bit of a problem. You're going to like this, Will. My father said last year when I was fishing with him, we're having a conversation about surrender. He says, I've left claw marks in anything I've ever surrendered to. And that's, and there, there you go. That's it. See, that's the problem too. Yeah. And it's same thing for me, man. I've got yeah. claw marks in a lot of things. <laughs> and had I just let go, maybe I'd have been a little bit better. Who knows? Because that's really, I mean, letting go is... Well, letting think, go is the hardest part, man. Yeah. Letting go is the hard. That's <laughs> that letting go is the hardest part, man. That's it is. It is, and, 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 and trusting, and trusting. trusting. Not even attachment styles, but that's just attaching. You know what I mean? I think we're attaching to that thing that we're clinging to. Yes, we are, yeah. and we're clinging, and we're creating more suffering by clinging. And yeah, it's just that. It's that never damn, ending. It's that never-ending cycle of pain that we create for ourselves. Yeah, because the pain's going to be there. It's just a matter of if we, you know, if we fixate on it, it's just creating more pain. It's just creating more suffering on top of the pain. It's like carrying around those extra anchors, I think. Yeah, The extra weight. Yeah, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Jordan. Yes, sir. It was great to see you, man. It's great to be seen. Great to be here. I'm so excited you folks decided to invite invite me back for another conversation. I'm just uh, tickled pink. Thank wow. you. you. Thank quite... you. Thank you both for opening up. That, that that hat looks a little black, though. It doesn't look very pink. The hat's uh, black, and uh, as you know, these these hats are not cheap. No, it's not a cheap. This hat. is not a cheap no, hat. It's definitely no. not the cheapest hat online. That's no, not the cheapest hat online. I bet you got that out of the clearance bin. At below Marshall's. The, <laughs> below the clearance bin. <laughs> below it. it was underneath. Underneath. Inside jokes, people. You wouldn't get it. No time to explain. Relationships. Well, where are you at? Yeah. Where are you at? Well, let us know where you're at, abovegroundpodcast at gmail.com, or leave a comment on our Instagram page. Uh, Until next week, get well. Be safe. Stay above. Thank you for giving us a listen. New episodes every Wednesday. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, you can share, rate, review, and even subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. Other ways to support the show? Follow us on social media. Share the content. Share our episodes. You can also buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash above ground pod. For further concerns, show ideas, or just to say hi, you can email us at abovegroundpodcast at gmail. Once again, thank you for listening and supporting mental health. Keep the conversation going and stay above.